recording now, so that's exciting. So you've, you've gone back to being a pulsating circle. Oh, excellent. Right, there we go. We are uh, recording. The seconds are going by at a weird pace. It's going from like 18 to 20, like two seconds flying by. Anyway, nice one. Thank you for joining me for this conversation. I mean, people can't see you at the moment, but you've got like a bandage on your fucking head, which is quite entertaining. So I'm going to be looking at that. Um, Mural should be created a bit, really. Yeah, you had your COVID jab, man. So we appreciate that you're, uh, you know, coming onto this podcast despite your conditions and stuff. So you have to do it. <laughs> despite my old age, I'm being wheeled out. Yeah, yeah. do it for the people. Man. Like, we don't know how much longer you've got left, but you're using your final 20 minutes. Indeed. You, using it wisely. We all, we all appreciate it. So basically, I've got Sam with me today. We're not really together. We like separated at birth, but now we're on a Skype call. Um, and I thought it'd be a good idea to kick off really just you introducing yourself, tell the people uh, who you are, a little bit about your, about your background and why you got started with Dagam in the first place. Oh god, some good questions. So I'm Sam, I'm 20 and I started doing day game game, this whole kind of malarkey probably read about it when I was about 15 but I did that thing of you know not taking action watching a bunch of videos and also I lived with my parents so it was one of those where you know it was hard to make any consistent progress really you know there was the odds snog at a house party which was always very nice and whatnot uh but yeah, I mean, in the in the early days, you know, it's difficult when you're living with your parents and stuff. I remember from 16 to 18, you know, my folks were both um, Christians, religious and stuff. Um, and it's just one of those, you know, you're trying to like bring a girl back or something and you're getting called up the stairs like, oh, do you want bangers and mash with your tea? Or all, all that kind of thing doesn't exactly create a uh, seductive seductive vibe shall we say um but yeah then kind of when i went to when i went to uni and stuff um yeah things things started um progressing quite nicely yeah because with with you you got introduced to this pretty early do you know what I mean? If you're reading yeah, about this, yeah. when you read about this stuff when you were 15, you know, I feel like most most people at 15 they're just kind of getting over reading Biff and Chip books and progressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, a case of it's definitely a case of like I've known about it almost as long as I can remember, really. So it's quite handy in that sense of I didn't have a lot of. Uh, unlearning to do, I suppose. I suppose in that sense. Yeah, because you've been doing it long. You've been doing it longer than I've been doing it for, which is, <laughs> which is funny. Which is funny. You've got far more experience in regards to how long you've been doing this, how long you've been like learning about it for. But you don't really strike me from the time that we spent together as like 
a day gamer. You don't have that like gamey vibe to you, which I really like. You come across as just a guy who's living life and has the confidence to approach girls during the day. I think that does uh, works really well for you. It makes your conversations feel very natural. Um, but you, yeah, you've I mean, to... you've got to you've got to have other stuff um, going on mm. going on with it. Like I feel like when I um, discovered this, I first went out and uh, started doing it. So I grew up mm. in uh, the Badlands, the mean streets of Kent, and uh, yeah, there's like a big shopping centre that was uh, I don't know about half an hour away. Um, it's probably further than that actually to be fair probably about an hour and a half on the train um, called Blue Water and I remember doing um, uh, my first approach there and it was just like wow blimey that actually like works and people like don't think it's it's a prank do you know what I mean because mm. um, yeah that was one of the things I remember I thought when I like initially started I thought that people were going to think you know, it was like one of those like awkward in public um, things, things or something. But yeah, coming back to, you know, you've got to have, um, uh, you know, like I don't seem like too much of a gamey uh, guy. Um, I feel like that happens because guys, guys just uh, overdose on the theory, don't they? You know, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like you know you come back yeah, from uh, yeah, an approach you know and a wings yeah, and a wings you know. like um, oh you didn't do like a uh, push pull oh you didn't like DHB or whatever. I got bored of the uh, wankings of the theory a long uh, a long time ago. You know like I remember when I when I started you know I watched like Tom Torero or whatever and you're like oh yeah yeah Torero oh yeah that's pretty sick. You know you mentally jerk off to it or whatever. Um, but um, mm. but yeah, then uh, yeah, you're kind of like, well, that's cool. But now I start wanting to get my own dick sucks, you know. So, um, but yeah, you gotta have other stuff um, going on with it. I mean, I um, started a band with my friends about the same time that I got into day game, and so you know, pushing my comfort mm. zone, being on stage, and that kind of thing. Um, those two sort of grew, um, how would you say, like grew parallel, like kind of thing in increasing um, my confidence and stuff. Um, I would say. And um, yeah, I think that's really key. Like you managed to find things that were complementary because, like you know, with day game, you are putting yourself, you're putting your head above the parapet, and then you pursued something performative at the same time so then you became acclimatized to putting yourself in front of public i think that's really good i feel like you did a lot very soon and i feel like that'll benefit you going forward in your life man. so i think for, for yeah guys I listening think, to this i think it was um, a thing of um don't know <laughs> i don't know what it was a thing of but um, yeah, I, that was it. I think is a thing of um, you know, just thinking. The only way to kind of get through this is to like uh, face the fear. Um, and um, yeah, that's kind of um, it is. It is almost like you know, its own drug, isn't it? That that adrenaline. I think that's why you know, like 
drugs and alcohol I've never been like addicted to them is because you know I've got that drug of adrenaline almost um, as it were and uh, yeah, yeah that comes in that comes in like um, different forms like um, I don't know if, uh, if Ryan told you but he's got me he's got me involved in uh, the fighting and stuff so yeah, um, so yeah I've started yeah yeah a bit of a uh, bit of MMA and uh, mm. and uh, and whatnot and uh, yeah man getting uh, getting punched punched in the face that uh, that wakes you up that wakes you up let me tell you yeah, yeah, I think uh, Torero used to describe day game as like a like a cold slap in the face or something when you first go out there. But I think it's good that you're finding different avenues to like, you know, find fulfillment and stuff. And you're right about it being addictive. I think it's just always, you know, chasing that dopamine high from wherever you get your kicks from. Great, but like day game definitely offers. Uh, an elevated type of high and it really does become addictive you go from being shit scared to being excited about doing it um yeah man like it's funny like even when you come back and um you know i'm obviously sort of like because i've been doing this for like um a couple a couple year, years and stuff you know my, mo- my motivation is you know i'd like to get a, get a couple of girls on the go um in uh, you know non-exclusive friends benefits style um, uh, relationships so you know if say, say you go out and uh, you know you don't get don't get any numbers or whatnot and then you come home and you maybe on the train you're a bit like you know because I don't live in a um, a big city I live in um, Worcester that's where my student town is about a hundred thousand. Um, so you know you go when I go on the train meet up the wings and stuff in um, Birmingham Bristol Cardiff and you know maybe you haven't got any numbers or that kind of thing you're kind of thinking oh god you know it took me like two two three hours to get here oh, I've like I've wiped out a whole whole day with that like what am I doing but you know then you get you get horny again and it's like <laughs> you know you keep you keep a uh, chasing chasing that chasing that bear into the woods you keep uh, you know coming back for for more because of you know the the previous highs that you've had basically yeah just throw a search into that beautifully plucked polar bear you're like you know what mate fucking made you know got the polar bear man um but I think that's an interesting point as well. I think it's like, you know, you can definitely get too results focused, especially if you've never done this before. Like, you, you can't be expecting to be banging absolute worldies on the first day that you go out there. Like, if you go out the first day and you actually manage to approach people, then fucking fair play to you. Yeah, you know, you've done one. Like yeah, yeah. I remember, like, really. literally back when I was, like, um, 16 and whatnot. That's what I did the very first time. I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to see if I actually can approach the approach as opposed to, um, you know, trying to get numbers and whatnot. And then it was kind of a slow, a slow, uh, a slow build up. But um, yeah, I guess that's a bit of, um, uh, 
what's the word? USB advice that I can uh, offer off to guys because um, you know I didn't when I discovered this I didn't like uh, uh, live in London. Um, I was you know it was very much like a, like a small town and it was like well how can I like take this and uh, apply it for myself you know what I mean like based on my own um, situation I really encourage guys to think about you know like whatever situation what their situation is how can I like uh, maximise it in terms of girls um, do, you, do you know what I mean so say for example um, you know like freshers weeks coming up at union stuff I'm obviously going to be going to all the freshers events um, just trying to meet as many people um, as I can and then you know maybe I'll go to Hamble Society or whatever and I'll meet some cool guys there and then I'll see them in the club later on and I'll be like oh yeah 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 How, how's it going chaps and stuff and they'll be with some girls that I can then you know like um, have some fun times with and whatnot. Um as opposed to, you know, I don't know, in the next week traveling like like four hours to six hours to Newcastle or wherever, just because it's a like bigger city to do some um, to do some approaches. So, you know, like it's a case of like figuring out because my target is like, how can I like benefit from like um, the hot girls in my town? Do you know what I mean? So yeah, like, I think you know what? I think that's such a I think that's such an interesting differentiation. Not a lot of people actually talk about that. Most people are like if you live in a small place, get the fuck out of there, you need to get to a big city. But yeah. What yeah. What what you're what you're talking about and what you've been able to cultivate is basically like creating these like spontaneous social circles. Like you don't have to last for a long time, but you're almost you know creating your own sort of social proof on the fly so you're talking about going into societies and seeing those same people in the club and because it's a small town you're going to bump into those people and you know that that way you're basically making a small town work for you you know you're doing the best of what you've got and you don't really need a big city for that for what you're doing and i think that's really great man i think that's great yeah yeah it's just a case of um adapting to the um environment I think you know say um, you live you live with your folks you know I'd say as opposed to trying to try to do like 30 approaches a week and your folks constantly being like where where are you going why are you like disappearing off to London the whole time like do you know what I mean uh, just like save up a bit of money and then I mean obviously you know you can like I'd say like do do a bit, do do what you can, maybe try and get invited to some house parties and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think uh, having your own uh, your own space is uh, is good, is underestimated. Hence the the savings to try and move to uh, to Manchester next year. Yeah, that's on the cards for you, isn't it? Going up to yeah, man. Yeah. Why, why Manchester out of curiosity because I've been making videos there and I fucking love it but like what is it about the city for you that you really like enjoy um I mean it's always been like a city that's been like glamorised in my mind you know I was a big uh, Oasis big Smiths fan as like a teenager and whatnot. um yeah. used to used to be a Man City fan as well before I got 
called Glory Hunter made the move to uh, to Crystal Palace, the uh, closest uh, a, Premier League team to Ken. Such an abstract, abstract move, oh man. man yeah, City. yeah, it had to be done. Nice. It's, it's off reading uh, Neil Warnock's uh, autobiography, The Gaffer, and he was, he was Palace manager at the time. This is before, uh, before Pardew's reign. Wasn't Neil Warnock a farmer? Warnock. I, I, I don't yeah. know if he's still, still alive, to be fair. He's probably rocking back on a on a care home chair as we speak, I reckon. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise listen, me. Listen to this podcast, man. Yeah, yeah, he probably he, he probably is. My words, God. What a what a compliment for him <laughs> to be the reason Neil, of the game. Neil Warnock does day game, man. I would, I would subscribe to that. Yeah, I yeah. I think he needs to be in a in a suit to be fair rather than a manager's track suit top I can see you know the suit working a bit a bit better for yeah. him but he's got money and status man so yeah maybe, true true maybe looks it's <laughs> not really not really working for him but he's, he's, bring, that, like, he's bringing a bit of value to the table. yeah definitely definitely um what we're we talking about um uh why why um, Manchester oh Manchester yeah, Manchester so yeah. so yeah coming back to um what I was saying about kind of making the most of your situation. So essentially what I've been doing in the past um, I guess year or so obviously like there was COVID in the interim and stuff um, is going to like bigger cities for like um, um, weekends away or or weeks. Um, So in May, June time I was like yeah, let's go. So um, I'd I'd always wanted to go up north. Never really seen uh, any of it being a being a lad from down south. And uh, yeah, started in Sheffield. Not much damage was done in Sheffield, to be fair. And then moved on to uh, to Manchester and had a week there, where I got laid with um, a girl that I'm now uh, sleeping with which uh, yeah is pretty sweet times um, and it was one of those that like um, the Market Street uh, metropolis like all the way up to uh, uh, Piccadilly and stuff yeah, you know, know United Station know. Manchester Piccadilly Piccadilly yeah. Gardens all that um, is uh, I'm on 20 20% I think we should be alright we can always transfer to um laptop laptop if need be can't we but um yeah what was i saying yeah it was like like certain parts of um, london for me like say like liverpool street like as a 20 year old like it's more of like uh like business like 30s crowd um and london's obviously like it's more spread out there's quite a lot of um uh, day gamers and stuff there already and uh, yeah, Manchester just hot girls seem to be like appearing out of nowhere. Like if you're, uh, oh, I don't want to, I don't want it to get like, uh, <laughs> like overrun. But if you're in the north, like yeah, go get get to Manchester. It's good. It's uh, yeah, it's a hit. It's good. It's good time for sure. Yeah, get to get to Cardiff. Get to Cardiff. That that's the Mary Street on Cardiff. I don't know if you found them um, found last week. 
That's, um... Wait, is that the one where, like that strip where all the bars? Yeah, yeah, bar? yeah. The sort of that's an absolute dream, mate. Like yeah. I, that the was Carl actually. Strip. Yeah. Oh, mate, that, that was that was fucking Nirvana. That was that was doing things to me. Yeah, that's, really no, is, that, is, that is a great recommendation, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you like your gaffs again, uh, then then get onto that strip. But yeah, um, I was in um, London as well. Um, last December and uh, yeah got laid there um, on a weekend away as well um, so that's I kind of took that model of um, you know like um, uh, the, the, the weekend boot camps like um, I remember Tusk used to have like um, I don't know like the seven days or the weekend uh, um, boot camps and stuff I kind of thought right like how can I um, apply, apply that kind of thing, and yeah, met some some fucking awesome, awesome wings. Well, then went on these on these rampages um, away with, and uh, yeah, that kind of uh, accelerated things nicely, as well as um, going out a fair bit at uni. I would say that's that's another interesting uh, add-on. Actually, is just by going out, like you can. Um, I think I sent you a voice note the other day saying this, didn't I? Like, just by um, going out and whatnot, you can make stuff happen. Like, um, uh, I got laid um, last weekend um, just by going out to like a basically like an old people's um, karaoke night. And uh, yeah, then that girl in the smoking room we went went on to uh, to another place and eventually back to. Uh, to uh, the uh, this delightful grey room that I'm chilling in right now, but um, yeah, just by just by going out. I think that's you, 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 pick, you picked up on some like very uh, interesting things there. First of all, in terms of um, the boot camp type of experience and thing for like you know accelerating your learning, I, I can completely say from from since I've been doing it, especially since I've been coaching guys, the most growth really does come from those weekends away. You know, when I do boot camps with guys in London, your life does change. You know, at the end of that yeah. weekend, you'll know yourself after doing your own sort of like boot camp experiences. Your life completely changes. You go away from that completely transformed person because like you're just so immersed in that activity yeah. for the weekends. Yeah. And it, you get to see a new city in a different light. And it's just a great experience, man. So, yeah, I'd recommend any guys to to hop on the boot camp wagon 100%. Because, yeah, it's life-changing stuff, that, isn't it? You know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, um, so when I went up uh, up north and stuff, went away for, like, three weeks. Um, mm. you, will, you will have times on those three weeks where you're like, you know, what, <laughs> what am I doing spending, like, all this, all this time? Uh, you know, doing this and in a new city, it's like a bit of disorientation and all of uh, that kind of thing. But I think one of the really cool things about that, like when we were in Liverpool, when we were in, uh, had some uh, some Edinburgh uh, escapades. We, uh, yeah, Edinburgh is sick. To be fair, we've been to a few places. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, um, day game became became like normal essentially, just because you're doing it like daily. I remember, like, mm. you know, when, uh, you know, I'd be living in Kent and stuff, and I'd go on, like, a voyage up to London or a voyage down to Brighton or whatever. It's like, uh, you know, oh, I'm, like, doing doing day game now. You know what I mean? 
like um so yeah that was that was quite nice like because i was doing it like more frequently it just became like who i was rather than like a, mm. a thing that i was doing do you know what i mean so yeah 100% resonate with that and as well like when you when you do it with like other people so say you're working with someone or say you've got wings who you really get on with that sense of oh that camaraderie mate that camaraderie but that that permission as well you know what i mean it's like when you see other people when you see other people doing it it normalizes the whole thing and you don't feel weird for doing it and then it feels weird not to do it because it's like you've seen your mate do it now you have to do it a little bit of competition comes in as well because like he's done three i've done none you know that's why it's great to go around with other people like, obviously i believe you should be able to do this solo you should be able to do this on a self-sufficient basis but once you can do it on your own bring other people in and if you can't do it on your own get someone to fucking help you there's plenty of people about um but yeah and, and the camaraderie thing that you were saying like is that, is that yeah i mean i mean all my wings are uh, like drastically different ages and stuff i remember quite a quite a, a funny tale um there's there's I mean there's loads of um funny shit that's happened over the years that I could um maybe tell enlighten enlighten the viewers on. Um that's that that's one of the things that kind of um yeah, when you when you when you seize the day when you grab grab life by the horns, all this weird and weird and wacky shit happens. But anyway, um I remember I had a wing that used to like pick me up from six four. <laughs> We'd like whip down in his car, like down to Brighton, and like do some cause uh, cause some damage. It's quite like I don't know, like a weird, weird thought looking back. Um, but yeah, like wing, my wings have always been like um, uh, older and stuff, and that's really cool because you know you can learn from guys who are at different stages in their lives. You know, like Ryan's thirty, um, Ash is thirty, Harry's thirty five. Um, you know, so uh, and there's, there's a bunch more top lads that I could um, I could mention, but um, yeah, I think it's always nice to have that 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 camaraderie with uh, with wings and whatnot, and you know, you're you're on the same team because you're facing that, that fear together, aren't you? Really. Mm-hmm. All right, and like one more one more thing that I want to ask you. And then you can get on uh, stroking your forehead and applying some nice lotion. <laughs> um, right, because you, you've been to a lot of places in this country, which I really yeah. respect. I like someone who you know gallivants around, especially the British Isles, because this country's got a lot to offer, man. It what are your does, top, yeah. top three places, like top three like cities in the UK for day game at the moment? Like, what would you say they were? Um, I would say. Manchester, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, London's London's always good. Um, London's always, you know, it's uh, it's no, it's it's no secret. That's uh, well, well worn terrain and uh, and whatnot. You know, it's the biggest biggest city in in the UK, isn't it? Um, yeah, Manchester, I'd say. Um, especially on that like Market Street, that's just absolutely top. Um, and Cardiff, Cardiff and Liverpool, I'd probably say. Liverpool was uh, was really good. If I had to bet, uh, 
um, logistics. I think that's uh, that's a, that's a key thing as well as getting laid is uh, you know logistics, logistics, logistics. Like whenever I was going on like those um, trips away and stuff, it's a case of trying to be as near the near to a date venue, you know, near to the uh, town centre as possible. You know, if you're living in, say, you go to Manchester or something, you live, you're staying on like some farm in Bolton, then uh, you know you're not going to be able to. Uh, to drag uh, drag many mamacitas back because it'd be like I don't know like a 70 minute taxi ride or whatever and the vibes I'm just gonna drop and all of that kind of caper really but um yeah Cardiff's really good you might, uh, you might be able to uh you good. might be able to pull Neil you might be able to pull Neil Warner back though I'm trying to farm yeah true 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 that yeah 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 luring back with a couple of rich tea biscuits but um yeah no um yeah, Cardiff, uh, Bristol's good. Bristol's good. Mm. Um, where else? Birmingham, I don't rate at all. We've got a lot of uh, really like top wingers in Birmingham and stuff. Go there a fair right. bit, and it's just mm. um, I don't know if you like your sort of like uh, Bangladeshi girls and that kind of thing. Then yeah, Birmingham could be good, but nah, not 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 for me. I've uh, I've got even like one date from. From, from Birmingham to be honest mm. and that's that's a shame because that's the, the nearest like big uh, big city to uh, to Wu-Town but Wu-Town's yeah. good students like mm, I was about mm, to mm, say man mm, as, yeah. you, as you as you've demonstrated though man like fuck the big cities you can make it work wherever you are and I think yeah. when, you are, when you are doing it in those smaller locations, you definitely get to establish more of a niche and it's more of a novelty, I find, as well. So, yeah. Idea. Yeah. My word, man. I used to do, like, the odd approach, like, on the way, like, uh, home, home from school. I remember, like, my mates would occasionally see me, like, out the bus window, like, stopping, <laughs> stopping some girl, which is, yeah, it's just quite, quite funny to... Uh, to be fair but yeah I, I feel like um you know um i've had uh, had some fun with girls from uni girls from day game and stuff but i don't feel like you know um i'm at that like that top level like i'm not getting laid like a rock star do you know what i mean so uh yeah there's uh there's work there's work to be uh done and whatnot but yeah it's, uh, well, what? it's, it's, so, it's so exciting you. that I'm in, uh, you know, the the position that I am at, at, at 20. Definitely discovering it so young was like um, mm. a, a, a blessing, but also, also also a curse a bit in a in a way because it's like um, you know when you're like 15, 16, you know you barely barely been on a train, let alone you know like booked a some heavy and being all that all that kind of mm. thing do you know what i mean so yeah it was uh, difficult to navigate to begin with but i was going to make the most of things but yeah it's uh, it's been good times it's been good times man on the whole yeah i think you've uh i think you've been able to establish a really good life for yourself really early and i think um the skills for you that you've established and been able to learn over these years they're just life skills that you're going to have for the rest of your life you know you've done a lot you've, you know you've done so much that guys 
uh, you know, twice your age have not experienced and maybe they won't experience. So I think you've been able to get to a level of self-sufficiency and I think your life is just going to continue to get better and better as you get older, man. So when you're 30, you know, you've got to look back at the next yeah, 10 man. years, mate. You'll be like, you know what? What a fucking sick time that was. So get excited for that. Yeah, man, I'm buzzed. Buzzed for uh, what the future's, future's got to offer and whatnot. Definitely. Good. Well, we're going to leave it there because uh, you've you've dropped uh, a lot of fucking value to all the lovely people. And I'm sure people... Oh, mate, it's just this, uh, it's an honour to be on the, on the Christian, Christian podcast, you know. It's nice because uh, I'm usually on the other end of the of the telephone wires you know i'm usually usually listening to it the older is that gonna be in the background oh superb fantastic but no it's been it's been good man we'll definitely make more of these in the future like as you progress and we'll make some in person man because i'm i'm sure um we'll be seeing each other a lot more of coming weeks months and years and that's just all happy days man i'm sure when this podcast goes out um whenever it goes out you'll probably get requests from guys in the uk to link up with you man so you know you have to be uh, pushing them away man you'll be a very in-demand figure <laughs> waiting for the youtube channel as well one day, look forward to seeing you on the big screen oh maybe maybe we shall <laughs> we shall see definitely yeah. it is uh it is an alluring, alluring idea. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd be really, I feel you'd be really good on the video. To be fair, I feel like you'd be able to smash it. But we'll see what happens with you. Man. See what you do. You might yeah, become a priest. Yeah, it would be, would be a, a, a trippy one. And uh, yeah, just get involved, guys. Get stuck in, create a bizarre and crazy stories. As a many that spring to mind that uh, I can tell people my words just do it for the crazy stories man that's a good motivation right there you know don't be scared just see what crazy stories you can create you know, exactly yeah there, so. you know when you uh, when you're old and grey you want to have some good uh, some good tales to look back on hmm when uh, when you're sipping sipping your Horlicks or cocoa, whatever whatever your poison is in those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> watching watching countdown. Watching in fire. Bing, binge watching Cash in the Attic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Mecca Bingo loyalty card nestled in your pocket. You know you need to have the good stories, though, anyone. True that. True that. Or even you know stand up and try and try and do some day game there see see how that goes <laughs> mecha bingo day game man right we'll leave it we'll leave, <laughs> we'll leave it there man but i uh, thank you again for uh for for, for for being involved in this one whenever it goes out i'll um i'll let you know you can listen back to yourself so oh, nice excellent. experience i look nice forward one. to that yeah That's i'm it, uh, right. I'm getting getting a bit of life in me now. I think uh, I think Bristol's definitely going to happen the uh, this afternoon. Nice. So uh, nice yeah, well, me and Ash are going to have a session in Bristol, and I hope that goes fucking fantastic for you. 
and uh, I'll speak to you again soon, man. All right. Pleasure. Pleasure as always.